Hey everyone, and welcome to the 63rd episode of We're All in the Same Boat. I'm your host, Luke Roxwold, and today I am here with Shane. What's up, peeps? Michael. Aloha. Nick. Gentlemen. Hello. And Caleb. Hey. And as always, you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher because we're just everywhere now. You can support us so easily, so please do it. Can't escape us. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Uh, Michael, it's good to have welcome. you back. It's been yeah, dude, it's been forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever since you've been on that on the podcast. For real. It's um, been a minute. What what is the construction going on? Someone's starting Who's a motorcycle. Dying? Who's dying? Uh, Caleb, what is going Caleb, on? Are you okay? That's making a smoothie. Making a smoothie. <laughs> Tell him to stop. What, what Tell kind him of smoothie? he's not wanted. I here. told you to go in the closet, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to go make their smoothie in the closet. <laughs> it's not wanted. <laughs> what happened to my podcast? I go away for two Maybe. weeks. Dude, and now we're roommate, in a construction my site. My roommate freaking freaking took the blender like like cup thing and put it in his room because he's like, dude, you keep leaving it messy in the sink. I'm like, it goes. I rinse it out. I use it every day. <laughs> it gets cleaned once a day when I use it. You don't even use it. Wait, he fine. put it in his room. <laughs> like, he his picked, room. like he took it away. Like I guess you... it's his blender. Maybe I don't remember. But either way, kind of hurt. <laughs> he's now, I gotta, like, now I have to get my own blender. You've lost your privilege. Yeah. You lost your your blender privilege. <laughs> I, mean, I understand it says blender, but still, like, it's not like leaving it wet for a day is gonna get it all rusty. And I clean it every day because I use it every day. Right. But Lame. Yeah, okay. Roommates know smoothies. Michael, you told me before the podcast started that you had a quick story before yeah. we get into our main topic, which is gonna be interesting, everybody. I'm predicting it now. Eh. <laughs> but Maybe before not. we get into that, Michael said he had yeah. a topic about Target. Yeah, well, spe- so speaking of my roommates, we're just like, we're just really messy people. I'm just gonna be honest. Like people out there, like, I know I give off a really clean, pristine vibe on this podcast, but my Do life you? is not that. Like, literally, my <laughs> laptop right now is surrounded by Legos. There's a GameCube right next to me. There's Darth Maul, and there's like a bunch. There's right here. This is like a protein drink container. Like it's bad. So no wonder like, no, your dude. roommate took the blender into the other room. <laughs> His room, he's just as messy as me. <laughs> like, he, we taught each other how to be messy. Clean your but room, like, Michael. I'm working on it. I'm actually okay. going to do it on Saturday. Okay. I have, a, I have a set aside time. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I need, first, I need, to go to, I need to go to Target. I need to get some hand soap. I haven't had hand soap in a while in my bathroom. There's, there's, there's soap in general in our house, just not hand soap. And I was like, also, I'm going to get a whiteboard to write house rules on it. So I was trying to find people to go to Target with me. No one can go to Target. So I'm by myself. You're like, first, first house rule. When I go to Target, we all go to Target. We all go to Target. <laughs> no one can go to Target, so I went to Target by myself. As soon as I drive up, well, first of all, I, was, I'm out, I hate going to stores by myself. Like, I hate shopping in general. That's and, like, you have no one to talk to. Like, there's lots of experiences happening. There's no one to keep me from buying Legos. It's a very risky like, <laughs> situation. There's so no one I to keep up. me from buying Legos. <laughs> I did not buy Legos, but I did buy this dope little turtle that has a fake plant on it. It's back. But so as soon as I walk up to Target, these these two women are just being like taken out in handcuffs by two police officers. <gasps> like as soon as I get there, oh man! Oh and they're super chill. They weren't like yelling, making a scene. They're just super chills, walking out to the cop car. And I was like, well, this is gonna be a good day. Mm. Well, they're probably used to it. They probably that's probably like their third time this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get you never know. Pretty, pretty experience, I guess. So I go in there. There's like some cops hanging out in there. Um, so that's just always also just a little bit weird. And I'm walking around. I'm trying to find like some hand soap. I'm trying to figure out where a whiteboard would be. I'm trying to find an employee, and it's always really awkward in Target because, like, you're looking around, and you're like, is that guy just wearing khakis because he likes them, or does he work here? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, everyone with a red shirt on apparently now officially works at Target. Like, I saw, like, a lady with, like, a bunch of stuff in her hands. I'm That's... like, is that a mom, or is that a Target employee? I don't know. So, I, we... I was afraid uh-huh. to ask for a while. I eventually found the stuff I needed. I like, But it's, like, one of those things where you ask somebody where something is, and they just point behind you, and you're like, oh, it's over there? Okay. <laughs> and you always feel like you have to apologize. Like, yeah. I'm sorry for you being do. dumb. You do. Yeah, you feel stupid. I'm sorry like, for I'm being sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> like, I, feel like, I feel like things should be in different sections than they are. Like, I'd be like, yo, where's, like, the whiteboards? I'm looking in this, like, picture frame area where there's, like, things that are shaped like whiteboards. I'd be like, oh, that's, like, in the school, school supply area. Whatever. So, yeah. And I, like, I, like, went to this one lady. I was like, hey, do you work at Walmart and you're hanging out in Target? She's like, no, I just get a blue shirt because I'm in security. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. People are stealing stuff. I don't know. Going to stores is always just weird for me. She's like, no, I work with security. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but do you know where the thing is that I'm... <laughs> you know where the hand soap is? <laughs> I almost bought Legos, but Legos are really expensive now. And there's not that many pieces anymore. Like, you go to buy a Lego set for like 20 bucks, and it's like 200 pieces. So you went to Target, and then you bought your whiteboard. My whiteboard, and- bought soap. Father Stope, little uh, turtle guy with like a fake cactus on his back. Because <laughs> I can't handle a real plant. Literally, when I moved here, my sister got me a plant and I forgot about it outside and it died. And she also got me a lava It was lamp. outside too. It wasn't yeah. even like. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest place for a plant to die. <laughs> and it died. And she it's also like, got me a lava it's lamp. It's like, dude, my fish drown. <laughs> exactly. And she also got me a lava lamp, which is broken. So I can't keep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's even better because it's like not only did you kill the plant, you killed lava. I killed the thing. <laughs> How that do you is kill lava? <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just that's what my day's been like. Okay. But overall, it was a success. I did not buy Legos, but I got everything that I needed. So. And then good. you did Snapchat me, which Snapchat's dead. I don't use it anymore, by the way. Everyone. I Snapchatted you I because you said that on the I've last on podcast. Snapchat Instagram man. So much. Instagram. Yeah, past, oh. and Kylie Jenner killed Snapchat. Yeah, they kind of did. Dude, my but favorite. I, uh, but it's also I get more attention on Instagram, so I just use Instagram. Instagram is where it's at. It really is. is. But my, it's my yeah, favorite. Instagram's my favorite uh, article though I ever saw on Snapchat it was like a picture of Kim Kardashian, and it was like Kim Kardashian boobs outfit. That literally <laughs> was the headline on one of the articles. Dude, the Snapchat like, articles I mean, are the worst. They, they know what works. Oh, like they're this. so bad. <laughs> They're so like, they're like cartoons. But they were using the word boobs as a verb. Like she was boobing the outfit. Like it wasn't like Kim, Kim Kardashian <laughs> boobs what? outfit. It was like Kim Kardashian oh, boobs man. outfit tonight yeah. at the gala. <laughs> the old the old boobs. That's right. Kim, the old boobs Kim Kardashian. Um, Shane, boobing your phone outfit. or something keeps making noise. Just FYI. Shut up, Shane. Gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so popular. Oh yeah, it's on vibrate. Sorry, I'm loved. I know it's like. Bunch mm. of Snapchats. He's getting. <laughs> All right, I'm cutting oh, that yeah, out. All, so all of them, all of them. <laughs> Shane, you said you had something that you want to talk about before we get into our very serious, interesting topic. <laughs> oh yeah, what sure. was it? I have no idea what it is. So, so. yeah, so okay. if a lot of people don't know, and this is actually good because I didn't even, I don't think I had mentioned this in my podcast, but um, so if you don't know, Aretha Franklin di- uh, passed away like 
sometime last week, I believe. And so her funeral was just over the past weekend. And there was this reverend, what his name is not important. He Eric was... Eric Michael Dyson. <laughs> Hate that guy. Go on. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if that's him. But he made a eulogy. He was supposed to do a eulogy um, for Aretha and yada, yada, yada. So his speech was about 47 minutes. I did not watch this entire speech because I did not need to watch this entire speech because I saw a clip um, that they were talking about on the radio. or heard a clip they were talking about on the radio this morning. And this guy basically said that, you know, 70% of black homes are single black mothers, you know, raising kids or whatever. And he said that, you know, black women are amazing and yada, 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 and they're great. But the one thing that they can't do is raise a black boy to be man. And and then he went on to something about talking about black on black crime. But the part that got me was when he said, you know, a single mom can't raise a black boy to be a man. First of all, it was very disrespectful <laughs> to say that in his speech because Aretha Franklin was a single mother of four boys and it's you're saying that at her say. funeral. That yeah, weird. That's not a possible thing to do in front of her entire family. That was just stupid to begin with. Um, and then I just like took offense to it because, you know, I was raised by a single black mother who I ha- have to say um, is from a third world country and she raised me while being in the U.S. Navy, and I think she did a mighty fine job. Wow, <laughs> with me. hardcore right there. So, what? That's pretty freaking hardcore. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm country, so I'm gonna go fight other countries now and raise this. Raise this <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna protect so, Reverend, my son and the country at the same time. At the time. same time. <laughs> at the same I'm time. Here, but I'm gonna defend all of you. <laughs> yeah. So to that reverend man, suck my dick. And <laughs> yeah, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'll I'll jump off that just for just a moment. I, I work with someone at my school. Um, she's a college counselor. I, I work at a school, and um, she's uh her her father. She's she's a black woman. Her her father didn't graduate the eighth grade. She went on in her life to graduate from Harvard Business School with an MBA, and got her son by herself as a single mother, uh, into Cornell University into their um. I think it's their hotel program. It's their like version of an undergrad business school. But like the the amount of the amount of uh, anecdotes I can give the world about the single black moms that I know personally in my area, I'm in Northern Virginia currently, is is endless. You know, uh, whatever the statistics might be, they're doing an incredible job. And um, you know, let's not forget that it was African American women who prevented Doug Jones or who prevented uh, Roy Moore from becoming senator in Alabama. You know, okay, now we're getting the politics, so we're going to kill this topic. Hey, we're going to raise some politics. So, so, all right, good to know, Shane. We're also very, th- I think I think your mom did a great job with you. You know, just saying, you, you got your, that successful I like, podcast, I like you, which I we will not very plug. Much. Wait, <laughs> we're not going to plug that podcast yet, Shane. Wow. <laughs> that comes I didn't the plug end. any podcast. <laughs> I know, that's <laughs> I can. Um, yes, but I... <laughs> Where I think I think she did do a great job with you. So uh, I don't I don't know anything about this. So that's the only reason I'm like not wanting to comment on it because I didn't see it. I don't know what it is, but I'll take it. It was just to me. It was just the way. It's that a weird he place to it. bring he, it up, like in a funeral funeral type thing. Yeah, I don't know. He said Especially it right with after so much like um, 
uh, like Ariana Grande, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, black moms can't raise kids." Yeah, it's All like right. <laughs> what what part of that in a eulogy was necessary to say that? Like, you could have kept that to yourself. And right. Kept move. That's so <laughs> weird. I'll have, I'll have to watch the video. You know, I have to see what what this is. So. Oh yeah, if you, I I reposted the clip of it. I'm... Yeah. Um. Now that's a plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on my Twitter, which the handle to that is. So guys, let's jump into the story. Let's I just don't. Let's just. Topics. Yeah. Let's no. just do it. Let's just do it, guys. I, let's. Hey. Dive right in. What are we doing? <laughs> no, let's we're not. Just do it. Hey. It. Hey. We're not. Ju- Stop. Let's jump into this topic. I don't know anybody's stance on this yet. We brought it up and realized, hey, this would be a fantastic thing to discuss on the internet because everyone already is on, on the internet talking about this. So here we go. Um, so Colin Kaepernick, let's talk about this guy. All right, I'm talking about off, guys. Past. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, like I said, I don't know anyone's stance on this yet. So that's what I want to find out. So uh, who can give us the, the original backstory? Because this is something that is, I think it was... It was two years ago almost that this yeah. this story started, and then it went away, and then it jumped in. Michael, do you, do you yeah. want to give the details? Yeah. So basically, like like two two years ago, something like that, Colin Kaepernick sat, uh, decided to kneel. That was two anthem. years ago? Yeah, it was a while There's ago. There's no it way. Like it, it feels like it was close. Yeah, I know. It's forever ago. Um, but he decided to kneel during the national anthem to raise awareness uh, for like um, police brutality against African Americans in America. And- I think like the first couple of weeks he went like no one people were like what's going on and then maybe like a week or two later or whatever like a couple games later someone asks him and he said oh yeah I'm protesting for this reason trying to raise awareness for this he got a lot of crap for it uh, from a lot of people basically saying like oh like you shouldn't use the NFL as like a platform for your political views yada yada and they started to like question whether or not um like people should be able to do those kind of things or whatever because it's like oh this is your job you shouldn't be using it as a platform for something else and long story short now down the road nike released an ad for like their 30th anniversary of something oh they just do it logo and yeah. it was a picture of colin kaepernick and it said um was it dang it does anyone remember what it is if you believe it, it says if you believe, believe in something ahead. even if it means sacrificing everything right and people started like this. This um, like I think, oh, this a uh, singer, a country singer, or southern rock singer. Big British. Yeah, he uh, posted that he was burning his Nike shoes. No, his his sound guy burnt, like cut off the Nike symbols. Cut off, off his the socks. yeah. yeah. Just they were whoosh. gonna burn the rest of his socks later. Got him. And people started burning their shoes and cutting <laughs> up their Nike swag and stuff like that. And okay. People are talking about it. Yeah, so now everyone's kind of trying to figure out how we feel about this, uh, myself well, included. One thing know. about the backstory real quick, because um, it actually goes a little bit further before he started kneeling. Um, his initial protest was actually to sit during the national anthem. That was really uh, what first was getting some people's attention, and it wasn't a viral sensation yet. But um, And I think it was, um, it was uh, August 2016. And uh, he was playing for the 49ers and he spoke to a veteran named Nate Boyer, who was very upset at the fact that he was sitting during the national anthem. And he wanted to kind of uh, reach out to Colin and kind of get his perspective on things. And uh, what ultimately ended up happening is he encouraged Colin, instead of to sit during the anthem, to actually take a knee 
because in the military, taking a knee uh, for an injured soldier, taking a knee was always a sign of respect as opposed to sitting, which was like an absolute sign of disrespect. And so he said, I feel like taking a knee is kind of a universal symbol for like, you know, for example, sports, we've all, uh, or at least uh, I assume some of us at least have played sports in at mm. least a little league uh, version uh, or varsity or right. intramural. You know, when a player gets injured, everyone kind of kneels and watches and waits for the person to kind of get up and walk off the field or get carried off the field or whatever. And so anyways, point is, is um, Colin Kaepernick after speaking with him, um, he actually had a quote uh, that said, uh, you know, I have great respect for the men and women that have fought for this country. I have family, I have friends that have gone and fought for this country and they fight for freedom. They fight for the people. They fight for liberty and justice for everyone. Um, and then, you know, he kind of goes on to explain background of, of his uh, protests and that it's really a, a police brutality thing, et cetera, et cetera. But just to, just to kind of clear the air, his kneel was a result of speaking with a U.S. veteran uh, of the military. I think it was uh, specifically the Army, although it might be the Marines. I'd have to check on that. But cool that example. came as a result of someone reaching to him and saying, hey, let's talk about this. So it, the kneel didn't come from nothing. The kneel was actually a result of him kind of having a communication with specifically a member of armed forces. Right. Right. Pretty cool. So um, I do know that the exact quote that he, or like the kind of the quote that everyone is talking about from two years ago is he said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Like that's kind of like the go-to quote is it was like the Phew. police brutality side of it. I know that there was something else where he got caught or uh, or spotted wearing those socks. Did you guys hear about the socks? The pink like socks, just, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like all, so, it's all such old news. I kind of like am annoyed that we have to talk about it because it's like, hmm. man, this is so long ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was wearing socks that had uh, policemen that looked like pigs or something like that. Um, I, pigs with like policemen. Yeah. Um, I To give it the benefit of the doubt, I don't know if there's any way for that not to be considered anti-cop or, or pr- protesting cops. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like, like here's the thing. I'm trying to give it like the benefit of the doubt, but it's like, I don't, I think it, it's pretty obvious. That it's obvious. It's, it I think it's cops. fine. Not like it's uh, fine, but like it's okay to say that. That's I mean, it's right. just the truth, right? Yeah. It's definitely right. anti-cop. So right, right. Um, so I'll say a few things. Um, I made it clear before we even started recording this episode that I am. I get very touchy when people bring politics into certain things because cartoon versions of politics are literally in every single thing now, and it's really immature. And childish, I think, because usually it's a very rundown, uh, like ringed out simplification of an extremely complicated issue. And it's in memes, it's in TV shows, it's in commercials, it's in movies, it's all over the place. And so I do understand the frustration of this whole kneeling thing where it's like for now it's in football, you know, and it's like now we're all we've all got our beer. We're all standing here ready to watch a game. All mm. types of everyone together is going to watch the football game. It's about to start and boom. Some people are kneeling and some people aren't. Conflict awkward wrecked the football game. So, well, I I can kind of see some of the side of it where it's like I guess this protest worked in a way because it did get attention. And it sounds yeah. like he 
was trying to do it in a more respectful way than he was before. But it, it is, it can be, uh, what am I trying to say? It's very negative to take something where it's like, this is supposed to be unifying. And of course, now the one thing that does unify a lot of people, now we have to make that divisive too. Hmm. Thoughts? Uh, first of all, do you want to like, like I'm, I'm just thinking like the discussion in, in the future. Do you want to start with this and then talk about the rest of it? Or do you want to talk about everything together with uh, minds? How are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm, I I'm know we're kind of weighing in this a little bit. I got a lot of notes down. Let's focus on what you just said. That's actually pretty interesting. Um, because, like, you bring up a good point. No matter what, like, the person is protesting, like, it's, it is a place where people can come together and just, like, enjoy a game together and they feel like camaraderie together. It's like when you have a party and then someone shows up and it's like, hey, you know people are dying in the world. And you're like, well, okay, now the party's – now this isn't even fun anymore, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Nick, I know you have some opinions. I want to hear some of the stuff that you <laughs> no, think about I'm, some I'm, of this. I'm, oh, wait, no. Go. <laughs> go for it, Shane. You, Shane, you go. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm – just, That's the sound of Luke throwing Nick under the bus. I'm confused on – Luke, what exactly – like what – are we supposed to be having thoughts on right now? I'm I'm trying to get you guys comfortable no, so that you guys will tell. Because my thing is, you just you. What I got from what you said is that you know here it's this place that you know people come camaraderie yada 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 or mm. celebrating the same type of thing and then boom somebody kneels and now it's like all up in flames because of protest or whatever. And is it is it the protest at these certain event that you think has where the issue comes from because if we have the freedom to protest i don't really see what big i've never seen what the big issue is behind this whole thing i said what is the big deal that he kneels during you know so we know whatever like i just don't really i've never right yeah the big deal well someone else actually someone else answer I feel like Uh, there's there's three uh three teams here i i have a housemate who uh is a huge football fan and so i made sure to talk to him extensively about all this because <laughs> I, I i am a a patriots slash giants fan and now they oh, ouch um, redskins i know okay let me give you a <laughs> minute of background on that um I, i'm from new york i was born there at least i'm not like i didn't grow up there i grew up in virginia beach but um uh my first football game that i ever watched was the patriots rams super bowl and I was young and I didn't really know much about football. I was watching it with my grandfather and I was just like, whoever wins this game, I'm going to like. <laughs> won. It was Tom Brady. It's like, no, Tom, I love it because it's like, and obviously the Patriots won. <laughs> well, it, but that was their first Super Bowl ever uh, or their first win ever in the Super Bowl. I don't right, know. right. And, um, you know, Tom Brady had just started playing for them. He took over for Drew Bledsoe. That was playoffs. It was huge. And that's, you know, the beginning of the Tom Brady greatness, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, okay. you okay. having family there. <laughs> Right, I have to like the Giants when they're not playing the Patriots. Anyways, um, okay, so talk to my roommate about it, and we kind of agreed there are three teams here. There's the team uh, that is super pro what Colin's doing. There's the team that's super anti what Colin's doing. And then there's the team that just wants to watch football. And there are three distinct <laughs> here. Like, um, you know, there are people that super support Colin and um, – maybe don't know a lot about football. Maybe they think that he's being oppressed. There are people who know that Colin hasn't played for several years and that, you know, ultimately if the NFL had left him alone and didn't really blackball him, or at least from what it seems, it seems that they blackballed him after he, well, played. if they had I have left thoughts on that, I have thoughts on that one though. 
Yeah, no, and and I'll just finish right here. Uh, the, you know, if the NFL just let him alone and literally just let teams, you know, not hire him, you know, and bench him, et cetera, et cetera, he was kind of on his way out skill-wise from what I can understand. Right, right. But it's like, oh, the NFL had to, you wait, know. Wait, yeah, wait, hold, what is this about the NFL? What are you, what are you saying? So what I've heard exactly? is that basically um, there was kind of a blackballing of Colin after President Trump was kind of going after him. Um and the NFL itself, it seems like there was a blackballing. There was a lot of uh, tightening of the rules uh, from the NFL and also from teams individually um, in regards to kind of restricting players' ability to protest. And it was it's almost as if the NFL, if the NFL didn't kind of touch any of this and if they let Colin Kaepernick sink into oblivion and basically not make a martyr out of him, he would have said his thing, the protest would have happened and then people would have moved on. Well, right. Like, see, because, that, is, yeah. that is a big part of this that is frustrating because um there's so many different angles that this is coming from because there's the cops the support of cops and the frustration with cops there is the support of football and the the politicizing of football there is the anti-trump and pro-trump like it's all these different angles and so everything just crashed but the thing is like I get why the NFL if let's say they did blacklist him okay or, or whatever you said blackboxed him right? It makes sense to me because he did put them in a difficult situation that they cannot win. Because if they go with his side and say the players can do whatever they want, now half the people are pissed because it's the national anthem. Let's come together as a country and you you can't even let the country come together. Now you're because a lot of people hate America in general, you know? So it's mm. like, well, we thought we had this, and now you're wrecking even this, okay? On the other side, if they um if they or sorry, what did I say? I said if they don't support him, if they do. Basically, like, no matter what they do, someone's going to be really unhappy. And now with this whole Nike thing that's happening again, the NFL is getting hurt again because Nike is a sponsor of NFL. So, like, he just keeps, like, hitting the company. So, no wonder the company's like, can we just get this guy out of here? Because he's costing us so much money. And they're kind of like, right. a company, a corporation in general is, so, is sociopathic. So it's just like, talking about what do you expect them to do? The NFL, the NFL. He's talking about the NFL. No, no, yeah. no. Are you talking like, about, it makes sense to me. They hate, you're talking about how they hate Colin that we're just talking about? Um, I mean, I can tell why if, so first of all, I, I'll well, I say whatever. I don't really feel like he's doing, I don't feel like he's doing anything. I think it's just people. Even if he did it by accident. He still caused this issue for them. I think what we say maybe. is like, I don't What do you mean maybe? What do you mean maybe? I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I feel like any protest has to be somewhat disruptive to be seen. I mean, even MLK and his walk, you know, Salma to Montgomery, that disrupted roads, you know. People, I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't protest. Well, I'm just no, saying I, that I, I his protest, right. Like, it's like, like, it's I'm just like, like oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead, go ahead. And I just think any protest by nature has to be disruptive of something. And so, right. Well, it has to get attention. Yeah, I agree. To, yeah, right. I think, I think Luke was what saying else, that, like, even if even if the NFL agreed with Colin, like let's say that they do, it's sure. not a good move for them business wise to keep him around because he's like being he's a hurting numbers. Well, why he's don't numbers. The, the big thing though with Colin, you see, it would have been different if it was Tom Brady, right? Because Tom Brady is a goat. You know, he's one of the best, whether you like him or not. He's great, deflated right. or not deflated balls, whatever. <laughs> it's not. He's not Tom Brady. Right. Right. No. Yeah, you're right. He's not super skilled. It's almost like they made the wrong move. Just from the perspective of, you know, again, sociopathic business, whatever. 
from a business perspective, they made the wrong move in making him a martyr because now whether or not you agree with him, like him or whatever, he is No, but they would have they would it would have been a bad business move if they didn't make him a martyr martyr either way. Because now maybe maybe here's the thing. Long term, making him a martyr or not making him a martyr may one of those might have been the better option. But they both were bad options. Like they the end basically not saying anything against protesting, Kaepernick did something that put the NFL in a situation where no matter what they did, they were going to lose a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just saying that I can't imagine the NFL being really excited about giving him a lot of favors when he really screwed them no matter what they did in a lot of ways. That That's kind of what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Yeah, can and I ask? I, yeah. Yeah, Shane, go ahead. Can I ask? Yeah, I just asking how, and maybe I'm just, maybe I missed this part like when it was happening in real time, or I'm just misinformed. What exactly did the NFL lose from like when this whole protest thing started happening? What ex- what viewership. exactly viewers? How were they hurt by this? Their viewership so, dropped dramatically after huge. after the protests, and right. it was hurting their numbers drastically all across the board. So sports, if they fired sport, them, is, yeah, sports in general are dropping across the board. So they they couldn't afford anything drastic like that, right? Because people just aren't people aren't even watching cable. It, actually, anymore, we were so. talking about Snapchat and Instagram. This is literally the equivalent of like what um, who was it that that badmouth Snapchat, and then all of a sudden it plummeted. Kylie Jenner. Jenner, So she said something and it costs that company a ton of money because it it hit the company. That's kind of where the NFL was, where it's losing it's it's going sports viewership is going down. Oh yes. Oh, okay. Because But then then it's also like so like half the people are boycotting because they don't like Colin Kaepernick. Half the people are boycotting because they do like like him. him. They don't like that he's not getting to play. And then some people just want football and some people don't care. And so it's just kinda like you can't please everyone yeah. no matter what they do, so they're losing views no matter what. So yes, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. We're all I on the same page, about, so both we're all on the same yeah, boat. So I far. didn't think about boat. people not watching because they like him. But that makes sense. <laughs> right Dude, with with sports people, like it is that deep. Like they're like no, no, no. So I understand. Weird about That's it. like when it comes <laughs> no, to like, music people and whatnot. Like, I understand. So. If it. Tom Brady joined the Seahawks, all the Seahawks fans would stop watching the Seahawks <laughs> just because Tom Brady's on the team, right? Yeah. So it's just like it that's part of it, but this is going into a deeper level because it it's a lot of people are taking it as America pride and um, like the respect of the country whether it's right or not. People are reading it that way where it's like you don't even respect our own the country you're in, right? Uh, which might be a miscommunication, but it's still what some people are taking away from some of this. So, yeah, um, it might be just the fact that we're living in a time where things are so binary. They're almost more binary than they've ever been. So you can't protest something like the national anthem in any nuanced fashion because you know, Twitter or some angry pundit or anchor tells you you can't. And the national anthem all of a sudden automatically has to be about veterans. It has to be mm-hmm. about you know whatever you want to make it. You know, there is no ability for people to read nuance, unfortunately. And I don't know if there ever has been a time read nuance. Well, um, you know, John Lewis, who's a congressman, 
currently, I believe, uh, you know, was arrested for using a wrong restroom, you know, not too long ago, and he's living in a congressman currently. So, you know, uh, has there ever been a time that people in mass could understand nuance? Probably not. And that seems to be what Colin's trying to get across, or at least that's what, you know, I understand it to be that, you know, look, it's like not anti-military. It's not even anti-America. It's literally just like, hey, y'all, I got a point. And my point is that this country needs to fix itself in X, Y, and Z away. And this is my symbolic you know, attempt to kind of get that across. Yeah. And I, I'm having a hard time kind of deciding on it because like we established earlier, the point of a protest is to get attention. And what better way to get attention than to do something uh, during the national anthem? It is, but it is very difficult for people to not take that as, you know, like spitting on a grave type thing where it's like, what are you doing? Not everyone has always stood up for the anthem. Why are you sitting down? And it's like, well, I'm protesting. What? You're protesting the country? Well, I'm protesting this other thing. And then it's like, what? You didn't even vote. You know, it's just like this whole thing where it's like, do you really care about this? I, cause I, there's part of me that does wonder if, um, if, if part of this was not, all him he doesn't really seem like the brightest bulb if you're asking if, <laughs> if you want my opinion um and so i do wonder if if i don't know i it's kind of a conspiracy <laughs> in a way but i do wonder i do like there's so many companies out there so many stunts look at you, look yeah. at how much say, this blew up. Look, nike's whole thing yeah. was a stunt which we haven't even talked well, about what yeah. makes you think that he's I not was gonna say usually ball? was it like a specific speech or like interview that you saw him do or something I don't. I don't have a lot to back it up, like oh. at the moment. He's but not I just, a very well educated guy. I mean, that's just kind of well known. <laughs> I, I think like I don't think he like met, he has thought everything out. It's like when like, when I was like I mean, looking. I feel like Abraham through, Lincoln was mostly self educated. I'm not talking about whether he, whether <laughs> he he's educated stuff. or not. I'm not no, talking I'm, about whether I'm he's educated. I'm just saying. Look, I didn't say let's make a law based on the fact that I think he's not educated. I just said like I just get the vibe that he's not like I, I don't know. It has nothing to do with football. What, what gave you that vibe? I was just wondering what gave you that. Um, the things that he says, <laughs> the okay. way that he goes about things. I mean, it's just I, I I've been holding my seems, tongue, but I I I've, I well, said you, I was going to rant. I said I was going to rant. <laughs> listen, go for it. Tell us listen, something. We are in the middle of this. In. We're in the middle of this political tribal time where there's a culture war going on constantly. Would Nike have done this ad if Trump was not in office? No. They would not have done this ad if Trump was not in office. Would Colin have done his kneel if Trump was not in office? I actually don't know that. He might have done he might have he might have done it. He might have actually thought that. I don't know. Is he justified in doing that? We can have a discussion about that. Regardless, this is all culture war BS. This whole Nike ad is dumb. Everyone getting mad at Kaepernick for the kneel is there's, there's, I know many veterans that were offended by it, despite the explanations behind it, despite the reasoning behind it, despite the nuance, they were still offended because of the symbology behind it. And the symbology is very important for unification in a very tribal time. And we need these symbols. They're very important. Martin Luther King marched with the flag in Selma. He marched People with the flag. But they and I understand there was a minority of people who were unhappy about that. But there they marched with the flag because they understood the significance of that symbol, and that is very important. And there's something to that. He you can't just say he's justified in this because his reasoning is is sound. 
there he did something and it offended people for a pretty good reason in my opinion and i support our veterans and i i do think that this country has a lot of issues systemically but at the same time you have to be careful and what he did in my opinion, was he has every right to protest, but you need to be careful about it. The way the Cowboys did it was the right way to do it. People were offended by that. Yes, a minority of people were offended by that. That's fine. What but the, the fact do? is, yeah, what, the what did the Cowboys do exactly? The Cowboys came out and kneeled before the anthem, and then they stood up for the anthem. And the 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 owner of the team came out with them in solidarity, and they got booed, and they got booed because of this culture war BS. And it's really frustrating. And I'm so sick and tired of this. That's why I think this Nike ad was a horrible idea. I think Nike's going to suffer the same way ESPN has suffered by, t- by making their network more political. And I don't think they realize how much they're going to suffer. But that's just I, me. I, uh, I have two and a half things to say. One, I agree <laughs> with you on the culture war BS. Like, all that sucks. And it, it makes everything... Question. Everything that happens, super annoying. Sorry, I just need to get it out. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm glad with you're you on saying that, it. I want people to be saying. honest. Like, it, it makes everything really annoying and complicated. You can't just say what you mean. It always like has. Well, a it, like entendre. Caleb said, it's very nuanced, yeah, and it's 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 hard to do, do yeah. nuance nowadays. It's really yeah. hard. But, right. but this also, uh, this ad does not help. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So also like, like thing. If the Cowboys had like the way the Cowboys protested wouldn't have made any sense if Colin hadn't protested the way he had. And but that's they, true. That is true. But so, but what, if they, what but if they ask. had said, "Hey, we're all gonna kneel before the national anthem because mm-hmm. we have issues in the country," they believe, right? Like right. their belief is there's this issue. We're gonna go kneel. Everybody knows that. We're, this is why we're kneeling. But now we're gonna stand up and be unified. Like it, it kind of is more symbolic as opposed to like now. And, and I'm not saying like let's not. Yeah, but no one would have known why. Yeah. Well, if I, you I have told thing, people, they but would that, know. But, but that assumes that they would have done it if Colin hadn't originally done it. I no, mean, they wouldn't have. I'm just saying well, that the way Colin have. did it. They tried to do a symbol of like, hey, we think both of these things are very important. And, Here's the thing. Like, nothing good. Matter. Here's the thing. The only thing that came out of this was more division and exactly. he made a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I want to get to. So, um, yeah, sure. This is where I'm going to disagree a little bit. So, even though I agree that like, adding to division isn't helpful in any case and like that like the over political over politicalization of everything is super dumb i don't necessarily think that what colin did was wrong i can see how it's like offensive to people i can see like how like it might not have been the best might not have been the best way to protest like most protests are not optimum but like i think that it, if there is a real issue in your country you're trying to like bring light to if you have a platform like that and you're able to use it, and he did it in a very chill way, he wasn't like super, like in your face about it. I think you should take it and you should do it. So what what do you mean by wrong when you say like uh, you don't think it was wrong? So I don't necessarily like I don't know if context? it was like the best the best choice to make like politically or career wise or even for effectiveness. I right? mean, not like it's not wrong. Like it's against the law. I don't think I don't I don't think he made the wrong decision. Okay, I don't think what he did was morally wrong, um, protesting right. the way that he did. I think that what he did was a good thing. That I'm not saying that it's the best way he could have done it, but I think it was a good thing. And also, I don't think that Nike's gonna really gonna be hurt by this because most of their like base, their demographic is like millennials who are all about like political liberalness. So 
I'm just well. I was just saying. Look at what ESPN did. They did the exact same thing. They politicized their network to reach millennials. They have suffered ever since, uh, in part because of cable, and in part because of the politicizing. Their numbers have dropped drastically. I think that Nike is betting that is. I was thinking that Nike's betting that ESPN's loss is more based on cable than on the culture and i think that's what we're going to find out like there's are several articles where like nike's literally betting on the young people right now they're betting that's yep. also irrelevant that's what makes it so dis- issue though oh sorry let shame why don't you go because we we've, we've all i just have a question i just have a question um why why do you think that they picked colin for this campaign that they're doing right now do you think it was with the purpose of an agenda or do you just think yeah, what I do. do. You think? I, th- I, I think this I is hundred percent yeah. marketing. Absolutely. I agree like there's there's like no none not like company like I said. From, uh, like from Nike. The, do you think marketing from Nike's perspective or marketing? Yeah, so, um, from so his um, so from well both actually. <laughs> I, th- I think Fun Nike fact, cares. I don't think uh, Nike cares about white or black. I think they care about green. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, the thing about <laughs> Nike is like Nike is um. It's a company, like I said. Companies, right. corporations yeah. business, are sociopathic. Yeah. They don't have feelings. The thing is, they companies like this will market this like they care, but it's just a company. Like it's not. It's a. So it's like a machine. You don't think that whoever is this in is a this is a mar- yeah. It was care. a marketing ploy. They were like, I think if we do this, it will cause outrage, which will get us attention, and then a lot. Some people might boycott us, but a lot of people might support us. And whoever our brand is, which think about it. Nike sports, like the people that yeah. like there's a lot of different types of people that, that they might reach because of this, that are, they're going to go buy their shoes now, you know? And so, um, now I don't know that it was a good decision, but I do think it's 100% a business decision. They're not trying to really do anything good. It's just to make money. It's why That's H&M and American Apparel go hard during pride month. I mean, I have a lot of um, friends in the LGBTQ community who hate Pride Month now because of how corporate it's become and how many right. companies take advantage of it. Oh, yeah. You it's think Pride Parade has anything to do with real support? It's like money. This is like, it's no, all Microsoft. It's always money. It's always money. Yeah. So like, as far as a corporate perspective, you know, whether Nike wins or not, none of my business. I have a huge Nike collection. I'm proud of my Nike collection. <laughs> They're an amazing company. I, I mean, I, I wear Nike. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't burn, Nike. I didn't burn any of my Nike gear. Yeah. I had no thoughts dumb. to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was dumb. I feel like, I feel like, every, I feel like everyone thinks that was stupid. Everyone I know it was is like, so no, I'm going to punish you anyway. by yeah, wasting yeah. my money. <laughs> like what, what point is that That trend's going to fizzle like, out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what a stupid thing! What a stupid <laughs> campaign! It just also, proves that you're so, an easily triggered human being. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's well, it. That's, it's like now you have world. now you have no money, no shoes, and everyone <laughs> no shoes. is laughing at you on the internet. <laughs> you done so messed up, a, kid. Yeah. There's a comic yeah. on Twitter. It wasn't a comic. It was like a three-panel story of a guy who literally burned his Nikes while wearing them. So the first panel, <laughs> he's holding the lighter. Second panel, he's lighting shoes on fire. Third panel, it's his burnt feet in a hospital. So oh, I saw even, that. Even says like I'm in the hospital. I'm in yeah. the hospital. No, here's, actually, but here's I will I will say one thing though, because I know so much about YouTube and like SEO and all that stuff. It's very possible that a lot of people did this just because they knew it would get traffic. Sure. Like I would almost yeah. consider it. Like yeah. if I burned my own Nike shoes, I could get a hundred thousand people going to my channel, huh? Mm. Everyone might think I'm like you'd be surprised. Here's the thing: I, I say this a lot. 
You'd be surprised at how stupid people can be, but you'd also be surprised at how smart people can be, and you just don't know it. You know, like, cause a lot of these YouTubers that just seem like morons, they're actually business people, and they're just playing the crowd. You know, because if... So, like, just throwing that out there for just for fun. Yeah. Free, free knowledge. Um, so, what do you think, though, about people who, like, are purposely, like, buying Nike stuff now? I think that's dumb. Because, like, like I said, Nike doesn't care. Like, I don't... Giving money to Nike is almost like even worse. Like you're giving more money to the man. But people are looking yeah, at like, oh man, Nike, <laughs> Nike's, they're like, Nike's a corporation. All the way to the bank, man. They're laughing yeah. all the way to the bank. Like, they don't care. Literally, they are the man. They're the people who are bringing everybody down. How? Like, so here's the thing. How is Nike any different from what's a company everyone hates? Amazon. Well, <laughs> I like Amazon because I use they're Amazon. About, yeah, but, but they're not about to move their HQ. Well, no, wait. Aren't they from Seattle? Are they from Seattle? Yeah, literally mm-hmm. everyone here works okay. at Amazon. Yeah, I but, was gonna say because they're bringing well, their HQ two to my. You don't work there, Luke. <laughs> they just hit a one trillion market cap. Yeah, no, way. I was gonna say like the the idea is like why do people like Nike? Because they have cool shoes, like they just look cool. Is that why people like Nike? It's a corporation. People usually hate those. No, they, well they, it's 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 well the made. Only and they like the, is, logo. It's yeah, the, and the only difference is yeah, and the quality at the no. I so I'm I'm not saying why do people like the shoes. I'm saying why do people, why do people like Nike trust the brand. The brand? Yeah. Right. To be like, the, it's just a brand. Because this is marketing. They tell us to just do it, Luke. That's the best advice ever. <laughs> do, do you not understand? Your life, your unless like, hey, unless it's set your shoes on fire, then you don't the do it. Marketing managers for decades, <laughs> on decades, on decades. All your life, your mom's like, "Hey, don't don't do it. Not until you're married." And then you know, <laughs> Nike's like, "Hey, just do it." And you're like, "Dude, sweet, nice Nike." It. All right, let me let me see if I can let me try this one more time. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point that. Nike is another company, okay? And a lot of people have a lot of negative things to say about companies in general. But for some reason, there are certain companies that seem to be exceptions to that rule, like Google, for example. A lot of people tend to like Google, but it's like Google's controlling a lot of the internet. Why are people not treating Google the same way that they treat some other large companies? And so with Nike, it's like, oh, but Nike put out this poster that's supporting doing something difficult and losing everything, supposedly, allegedly. <laughs> that's awesome. And it's like, well, yeah, but they're only doing it to make money. They don't care. This is just right. a company, you know? That's just marketing one on one, right? Like that's just the, the the power of good marketing. It's taking an idea that really doesn't mean anything and making everyone feel like it means something and that it means something specifically personally to them, right? Like I was, looking, mm-hmm. I was in Boston recently, and Facebook has ads everywhere of how they're beating up their um, spam, and they're they're trying to prevent and delete spam. And they're like, "You don't want spam in your life," and I'm like, "No, I don't." But you don't actually care. And I mean, you've you've exhibited that time and time again. No, I mean that that's the thing though is is the the. But it's like it's one thing is, to advertise. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep. Going. Well, well, marketing is tapping into the collective consciousness of a culture, right? Like the. The marketing in, that went into this Colin Kaepernick ad, again, like we said earlier, it's a gamble, but it's a gamble that the collective consciousness is going to say, yes, I will now do a photo shoot with your shoes on Instagram, which several people I know have done. Right, but it's it's so yeah. different to say we have a new feature in our application that you probably want, or we will give you this great stuff if you give us money, right? That's one type of marketing. I don't care because that's the truth. It's another yeah. thing to say, we love X person, like we love black people, so give us money, right? 
or but like we love poor people. people. Well, I'm poor. I'm saying that I'm using it as an example. If I said we care about charity, now give us money for our shoes, or we care about single mothers, like whatever it is, it's like you're pulling at heartstrings and you really don't care. And so it seems manipulative to me. Yeah. Well, and that's the crazy thing too, is, is like, I, I think that, you know, whether you're selling something or you're trying to tell people you care, you know, the goal of any good marketing plan, any good advertisement is, you know, don't really realize you're being hypnotized into seeing that our product associated with the message, but you are going to be hypnotized that our product is associated with them. whether the message is paradise, vacation, freedom, equality, diversity, white supremacy, whatever you're trying to tap into, you know, whatever the era is, if you look at like, there's a great, uh, if you're ever in DC, there's a great in the uh, Museum of American History, there's a whole um, exhibition on advertisements in America. And it's always trying to tap into what are people most interested in right now, that's going to bring them into either our store, or are going to buy our product. And I feel like that's just all, you know, that's always right, which I, I think that's fine, actually, because it's like, it's in the uh, the collective interest to have companies trying to figure out what the collective interest is. Like, what do people want? Like, it's like if people want computers, let's figure out how to get them computers because that's what they want, right? Um, okay, let's move on from marketing. Um, well, the sad thing, I just want to say one more thing. The sad <laughs> thing is, and, and this is where I, you know, I, I would agree with Nick on this. The sad thing is Nike is kind of the first company that's tapping, that's not tapping into necessarily something we're all thinking, but it's tapping into the division. It's literally saying, let me capitalize on one of like the worst right. America right, right. now. Oh, I don't think this is the first company to do that. Well, what other companies is doing that? I don't have one on this big of a scale. Uh, well, there. I, well, there's I'll, a lot of like, uh, well, ever since Trump, man, ever since you Trump, can say the new, you can say of, new, a lot of news corporations are doing it. There's been a oh, lot yeah. of, there's been a lot of companies. There's a lot, been a lot of boycotts. There's been a lot. Who was it? In and out just got. I mean, I guess this isn't a, this is unrelated, but I'm I'm just talking about outrage based on companies tap uh and and who they support in their division as a result. But In and Out just got criticized for taking money from the NRA or giving money to the NRA or something like that. And I'm just like. What the heck? Like this it's so weird to me that we care so much about, you know, this company that makes great burgers giving maybe 5 or 10 grand to a company that and and the reason is because it represents something that pisses people off and it represents, you know, right-wing gun culture or whatever. And so then you have to be outraged. I think a lot of the outrage is so manufactured nowadays that it's it's hard. I I'm I'm I've completely and this is partially why I'm so pissed off and I'm so annoyed by it. I have completely just dismissed it all. The last time I read anything regarding this culture war be yet, like I had to read up on this whole Kaepernick thing because I've just ignored it completely. I just don't care. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, Nick, can you research this? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, God, no. Okay, fine. I'll do no, it. No, and Nick just, just like, messages me and he's like, I'm going to explode. I'm so yeah. angry. <laughs> like it was getting, I was sitting at my desk and I'm shaking because I'm so angry. A coworker comes by and he's like, dude, are you all right? He's like, no, I'm reading about the Kaepernick thing. And he laughs. <laughs> And he's just, it was my boss. And he laughs. He's like, yeah, that stuff's pretty infuriating. <laughs> like the whole, <laughs> the whole situation, you know, it's just, right. we have these two tribes right now that are just battling it out. Um, and it's this huge culture war. 
that, and this is partially why I don't like. Uh, freak, I'm gonna say it. This is Do partially. It. This is partially why I don't like Trump, right? Because he mm. is. He He's is not. the le- boom. He is the leader of our country, but everything yeah. that the guy does seems to promote more division. And he, all he wants yeah, but to literally do... Every, here's the thing. This is why I find it so frustrating, because literally everyone is taking the bait yes, every single exactly. time. And it's exactly. Every, the thing is, exactly. I blame every single person I blame everyone. I blame who everyone. bites every little outbase article that comes out. Because everyone like this is... Die. Remember what I said on... We need a new plague. When I talked do about... I <laughs> Remember when I talked about knowing like YouTube and stuff? YouTube has helped me understand a lot of this stuff. Like there's so many people that manufacture outrage and drama. It's all fake. There's so much of it is fake and and just built up. And that's why like when people like tell me it's the end of the world again today, it's like Chicken Little where I'm like, oh, the sky (laughs) is falling again. Like I'm so sick of everything being the end of the world all the time that now I'm doing what you're doing. And I'm just tuning it out because it's like you've yeah, told me a hundred times in the last six weeks that it's the end of the world and I'm still going to work. I don't have enough yeah, energy yeah. to get upset about this anymore. Well, it's good to better. Yeah. Oh, oh I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. This is kind of this is gonna be a really controversial question. I feel like this is gonna grind some gears. But like, what do you think though about like what Colin was like protesting? Because like, this is like this is a big deal. Too. This brutality. Yeah. This is like this is a big reason why people are upset because they're like. Where people were saying like, no, it's not true. Like, black people are like, uh, like abused just as often as black people. Like, everyone's being mistreated. It's fine. Or there's people who are saying like, oh yeah, dude, like this is a totally huge like problem. People aren't addressing. Like, what do you guys think about that? So I, I'm just gonna say what I want to say on this topic. Say it, Nick. I am Hispanic. I am an Hispanic person, so I have an interesting viewpoint into Hola. the black white <laughs> racial culture because Wait, I am are not you, are part you full of Hispanic each. Or are you half? Uh, Puerto Rican. I'm full Puerto Rican. Full blown. Cool. I'm half Puerto hey! Rican. Oh, he said full. Hey! We have we have one and a half Puerto Ricans on this show. Right now. <laughs> one and a half. Woo! And so, and so diversity. In my, in my house, all three of us are half white. It's like it's like half half Puerto Rican, half black, and half Caribbean. So we literally have like one and a half white guys in our house, and we're also like it's like Barack one Obama. And a half. We're also one Wait, and a half. Of someone the in your house in is half white, half Caribbean. Is that what you just said? Car- Korean. Oh. oh, I was like, "What?" Oh. <laughs> You're so half Korean? No, not me. Another guy. Oh, we are right, one, right. we are one and a half of the only white guys in the neighborhood. I just want to say, when it comes to the black and white racial, whether it's the 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 wealth gap, whether it's systemic racism, whether it's racial disparities in the criminal justice system, whether it's police brutality, the conversation has always been focused on black and white. Meanwhile, you got Hispanic people, Native American people, Asian people. You have America is a very diverse nation, and I think we hurt the conversation hard when we just focus on mainly these two races. You know, mm-hmm. the, I jive with that. I jive with that. But, but I just, just, so, I'm going like, to say so many controversial things. I'm going to lose friends dude, you're over Puerto this. Puerto Rican. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, go, go, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? I'm Puerto Rican. What are you going to say? What are you going to say, Mike? What are you going to say? I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, I agree with you there. But do you think that, like, starting the conversation at least at some point is important? Or at least, like, if, even if even if we never deal with any other racist problems, my thing is, like, if there are black dudes who are, like, literally being, like, like, overly beaten by the police 
that's a problem. Whether or not it's happening to other people right. too. Right. We, we definitely all agree. It doesn't matter. With that. It's right. okay it to have one problem. Like it's okay to focus on race. one problem, right? Yeah. It does. It's it's these people. It, are our people getting abused by cops? And you have to break it down. Uh, by that it's such measure. a weird that, that's the problem with this topic is it's so difficult for me to ever even know what anyone even is saying. So I think the problem you know, it's is like though, people are marching out and saying ble- yeah. police brutality is a problem, and and to me it's like, yeah, it is. Um, serial killers are a problem that exist, hmm. but what is it? Yeah, but like serial. What defines it? Officials. Yeah, police, okay, police, sure. police brutality is a different There's kind of corrupt problem. politicians. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, so like, so like, I, like I get being citizens into you know they, they might as well be like the dude are you like you got to think about the point that i'm making the point that i'm making is that saying blank is a problem we can say that about a lot of things so like what right. uh, it shoot yeah, it's see, so complicated it, well well like, if you think about think about this i'm not, way, right? I'm not even discrediting ahead, it at all okay. i'm just saying all people do is say this is a problem and this is a problem and this is a problem. And if you don't support me on this, then you're bad. And it's yeah. not that black and white and simple because there's so many problems. We have to kind of figure out what we're focused on. Right. And so I hate when people kind of just say, you're not focusing on the problem that I decided was important for whatever reason. And therefore, you're you're you don't care and that, i think that's silly yeah that's silly and like I, the problem I is think that you, people on both on both directions they either they want to like just pick a problem and just sit on it and like nope nothing else matters there are black people getting punched in the face and killed well by or cops. i could say like or corporations saying, are not allowed yeah. to we can't but hire people also, we don't have like, to take the other like, side of it but also some, some people they'll, they'll take that what you're saying and they'll take it to the extreme and be like oh well like why do you care about that? Like these people, like, like Nike, like employs slaves or whatever. So why are you even caring about these black people? Like people, like not. I'm not saying you, but the extreme of that, the other way, right? We'll we'll look at everything. Yeah, because like, oh, both sides do it. Anyway. All, all sides do this. Yeah, right. But I think we, it is we just happen to be talking about one, on side. one problem and just like work on that problem. And I think that like when when I guess quote unquote conservatives get mad about the Colin Kaepernick thing is because they're like, well, it's not just black people getting abused. And it's like, well, if anybody's getting abused, we should stop it. Like. It's like right. it's, it's like it's like if if your if you, uh, a parent had like five kids, and someone's like, oh man, like the middle the middle kid gets like beat up by his dad. They're like, oh yeah, well, so does the oldest kid. It's like, okay, it still well, sucks. Yeah, it's still but a that's also but that's also with every single situation. So okay, this is I I'm defending the hard side to defend right now. So I want everyone to understand that because Luke's a good person. As, as soon as I say. I'm dealing with with moral issues and it's difficult to explain it without misspeaking. So just bear that in mind. Um, when, When you're dealing with 300 million people, it's always going to be difficult to find laws that work for everybody and fix everyone's problems all the time. So saying, well, this is one, like I could say my aunt has health problems. Nobody should have health problems. So everybody should give me all the money so that I can fix her health problems because not even one person should have health problems. Do you see how that's kind of like, it makes sense, but it's not necessarily a good argument. Right. Well, I don't think that's the argument being made. I mean, from what I understand, kind of looking into Khan and everything, you know, he's been saying and the people who've been supporting him been saying, it really seems to be that they're trying to shine light on an issue that people, a lot of people, I would say many people, a good amount, say it doesn't exist, say it isn't happening. Right. 
say, saying what, what's being said here, which is, well, there are other problems. Why don't we focus on them? And, you know, that's kind of been the, the, the resounding gong throughout the history of the civil rights movement, right? Is that, mm -hmm. well, there are always other problems. And even Lyndon Johnson said that to Martin Luther King Jr., you know, and Martin Luther King Jr. was in his office time and time again saying, no, voting. You have well, but just because just because it was an just because there was a problem before and people didn't believe it was a problem, but it actually was, doesn't well, mean that all these problems are real problems. What I'm saying in regards to the LBA thing is that LBJ was constantly telling Martin Luther King Jr., look, I've got all these other problems as well. You understand that this is one of many problems. So I'm saying to your credit, yes. that that's, you're not the only one saying that. Like literally one right. of the greatest presidents in the civil rights history said that as well. So you're not alone and you have some great allies in that. However, that being said, exploring and educating ourselves in uh, any problem that oppresses a certain especially a minority of people in this country whether it is black people i mean i would just say people progress well it's progressed from 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 just african americans and the the term now it's people is well it's it's people of color more than anything in so far as police brutality is concerned is that but, true though is that actually yeah. true I yes what i've seen like relatively it's true. Like, there's obviously a few black way? people being abused, but like, there's only 13% of the American population is black people. So if the number is even close to the amount of white people being uh, mistreated, it's more. But I know, okay, so I know the numbers, right? And I'm coming at this, I guess, from the Do biased viewpoint. Do you have them like, in front yeah. of you? Yeah, I'm not like. Well, no, I, I just. I was just wondering. No, so put, let's put it in perspective, right? Thirty, like you said, 30% of the population is black. Um, uh, and many and many of uh, the people that are in prison right now are black. So th there is a disproportionate number of black people who are in prison. And what we need to do is break that down uh, through many different factors to see why that is. But if we actually look at the numbers of police shootings and police brutality, the, the number of black people who have been shot, who aren't mentally ill, and who were unarmed is nine this year. Nine. So we can count that on both of our hands, right? right? If if it was if it was you know fifty, if it was hundred, I would say that's that's a problem. But in comparison, like I I think and don't quote me on this, but I think the number of white people shot is like fifteen or twenty. Right. So the, and and that proportion doesn't really match up, especially if you look at who was fleeing the scene and who wasn't. I well, think the so, number of people who were fleeing the scene uh, under under black people, and I'm I'm this is the Washington Post numbers that I'm I'm going off of memory by, but I think only one of the nine people who were shot by black people were not fleeing the scene. So that would qualify in my mind possibly as one person who was definitely unjustified. Now I don't know the details of the nine people who were shot in these in, right. in these in these cases, but right. but we have to put in perspective the same way that you're more likely to. Uh, um, get hit, uh, die by a falling furniture than an Islamic terrorist. Like, I still think Islamic terrorism is a problem. I still think police brutality is a problem. But we do need to put some things in perspective in our current day and age. And I would say in 1960, it was a huge problem. Systemic racism was a huge problem. Jim Crow was a problem, right? Right. And that needed to get resolved. That was right. Well, I think also, though, if you look at, like, um, just, like, unequal, and I'm not, I'm not, like, a social justice warrior or anything like that. I'm not the kind of person who's always trying <laughs> no, to find <laughs> anything. Like, <laughs> people at home, I'm a sane, normal person. But what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> it's hard to, like, argue this side without seeming like a, a weird liberal. But, like, 
like you, you see you see <laughs> okay. stories all the time of like where for instance like a white athlete or a white college student will be like uh um convicted of raping somebody and they'll get something like a couple months in Brock jail. Brock Turner yeah right? Brock Turner yeah. and then you'll see like literally like a black young man who had drugs on him who got like years who got years in prison yeah, versus like, brock is, turner who got six months right right, right. And i like, think that's horrifying if you're gonna look at and that's like, isn't like, that and that's horrible we can all agree yeah. on that that's horrible i, th- I think i think that but no one's talking about that though well uh, no I think, people are talking about that brutality. is the same problem brock hey, is, hey, is i think that is the same problem as police brutality what'd you say michael i think that's the same problem what'd you say caleb sorry I, Brock Turner's face is currently in an intro to psychology university textbook in the Pacific Northwest. It's not in Washington. It's in a, I think it might have been Oregon. But uh, Brock Turner's face is like under the definition of date rape. So there are people okay. talking about that. That's not something. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying that the amount of attention the police brutality is getting versus the amount of attention the sentencing is getting right. is racial disparity and very sentencing. disproportionate. And it's like, maybe I don't I know. Problem, I, and like, like here's the thing. Here's well, the thing. I want you to well, hear, hear me. Hear I me out for one second. I can tell you why. I can tell you why that's happening, but go Hold ahead. On, so I'm still not really making a statement. I'm just <laughs> saying that this stuff is more complicated and I wish yes. people would talk about it yes. objectively exactly. Exactly. as opposed to just like a meme. Emotionally. Right. Okay, right. well, so I'm I'm, I'm think, thinking out loud yeah, a little bit. I think so we we've, meme, we've, we've, we've agreed with that. I, I think, but we can still talk about it right now, like as specifically as we can. But but Nick, we need what to, were you gonna say? What I'm just saying Nick? we need to phrase and characterize it the right way. I, there's if you dive into the meat and bones of the justice system, a lot of this racial disparity sentencing has to do with the quality of your lawyer and the, and uh, whether or not you're returning for. Um, a, a repeat offense and and your background personally and we can have a conversation about that but we're not getting into the details we're not getting into the the actual meat of it we're just saying oh it's 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 discrimination it's like no 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 no. that's a that's a factor of a large pie if you look well, at the, no, pie it could, chart, the thing is it's like it could be dis- discrimination and we can put but that people on the are board. counting on their fingers and going it's not the same number and that's right. silly. Right. Well, and as we're far getting... as numbers from last year go, just real quick. Um, last year, police in America killed 1,147 people. Black people were 25% of those killed, despite being only 13% of the population. So there, it seems there how isn't many were... fairly there. Right, but but if you look at but how go many into the, were armed... But you have to, right, you have to go into the details of that. Were they fleeing the scene? Were they armed? Were they on drugs? Do they have a mental illness? That's the problem. But you can't just take that. were unarmed. That's quite a few. Thirty percent were unarmed. I mean, okay, so let's look at white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American. Is yeah, it actually, actually of the these black are stats? That, were right, these are stats and, I do but, know. I, but I'm saying let's compare that to other races. Is this a problem with police abusing black people? Is this a problem with police with an itchy trigger finger? I know well, that is a question too. Then um, was like, can't we just move the discussion to police brutality? Then like, it's not. Well, it's, no, it's, because because you have to also consider that bl- that police are getting shot in record numbers as well, because yeah, well, people are people hate cops more now. Yeah, everything's everything's been compounding on it. Like every the, everyone is on edge, and so it, you have it, to consider that is, as well. It definitely is a vicious cycle, um, because I know that it's a, it's a hard. People are less likely to comply with cops if and, they think the cops are out to get them. And here's the thing too: like um, I know cops, like personally, and I'm not trying to like deface these cops. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Luke, but like I know cops personally who literally like have become more, 
I don't want I don't want to say racist, but more racist since they've become cops. Just because like they see the worst sides of people and it like it jades their mind. And it's not mm-hmm. even like necessarily that these people are worse, or whatever, just the area they're in has more of certain races or whatever. But it is becoming a problem and like like you said, Nick, it's not just because they're racist to begin with, it's because now like cops are more on edge because people hate them. But that's because people thought that cops were shooting <clears> people <throat> for no reason. And that's because cops thought that these people were trying to shoot them for no reason. Like it's definitely more complicated than like it seems, but also it's become it's it's made a new problem. It's hard. It's very hard. It it's because they, now, they use they use racial profiling also. Yeah, they use they use they race totally as a as a factor to determine whether or not you are a dangerous threat or not. Uh, I think the worst maybe the best and the worst case of this possibly. I'm not really sure. I don't know all the details. It was was um Javier Yamez was the cop and Joseph Castillo was the victim and he was smoking weed in a car. I think maybe someone has seen the video here in this group. I don't know. But um he was smoking weed. He said he had a gun on him. He said he had a permit. Uh, the cop Yamez said, "Don't go, don't reach for the gun." And people, w- and then uh, Castile, I, th- I think Castile, I can't remember his name for the life of me. But Castile then did reach for the gun, and I think he probably, and he did it very slowly. He was high. I know he was high, uh, but people wondered, would Yamez have seen him as a threat? If he was white, and that's and that's the question, right? That's that's mm-hmm. the huge question that people ask. Mm-hmm. And if you're honest about it, and if you're actually a cop, like you said, uh, like you said, Mike, he would not have. He probably would not have seen him as much of a threat had he not used racial profiling in that situation. Because right. in that in that area, blacks were committing more crime. So yeah. logically, he would use that as as something as a factor to determine whether or not this man could possibly shoot and the, him. And the sucky thing is that doesn't make the cop a bad guy either. That's just the cop and using it's hard. that he has. It's so freaking hard to determine that. And and so, you know, the, the thing with the Kaepernick kneeling that I would have loved to see is if we had these conversations like this after the fact, but we really didn't. We politicized it like crazy. Trump commented on it. It was it just turned into this whole thing, and we didn't have convers we didn't have hard conversations like this, and it 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 it's just made things worse. 2017 was a horrible year for both cops and victims of cops. I mean, like I I'm just looking at this and like in 2017, according to the Washington Post results, I'm looking I'm looking at the yeah um, the Washington yeah Post if thing. the number of in in that whole year, the amount of uh, unarmed black people that were not fleeing and did not have a mental illness that were killed six that's like statistically zero now i think that brutality is something else that's a different question you know it's like how many are they being rougher you know are they being meaner to african-americans right right, right. i don't know and right. like that that i have to study and that's a, something i think that people do need to talk about but the devil well, the devil but i do details, know that man. it's it's um it's how I don't think it's an easy question to, but right. people kind of act like it is, and and I. It's not black and white. Well, it really is. Caleb, Caleb, I feel like you've been wanting to say something for a while. Sorry, Caleb. So let's, yeah, let's no, it's all good. It's all good. I actually. Have I know we're a little ranting, moment. but um, I gotta be up early, so just wanted to say this last. Oh. <laughs> to kind of go along with what y'all are saying, um, in agreement, really, ultimately, whether things have gotten rougher for cops out there or not, that is something that I don't know personally, but it's a crazy right. hard job that they have, and that's there is no denying that. Just to be clear. Sure. Um, 
really, it seems like the biggest issue is the toxic kind of brotherhood. Uh, and it's toxic. It's good at the same time. You have to have a tight brotherhood to be in the police force because you guys are a family right. and you are, right. you know, a team right. and some really awful, terrible things out there. But at the same time, that brotherhood can become toxic in the same way that we've seen things like the church become toxic. In the oh, right. I, See, I 100% like, agree with it's this. It's this kind of Amen, mentality ultimately. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, when they close ranks and they don't want to kind of call out the, the really bad people in their groups, yeah. that's really when the entire team as a whole gets kind of the rap for it. Right. Well, like when they cover stuff up. Yeah. Is, yeah or you got these guys on video, you oh, know, yeah. and they don't even like. I get it that you know, look at Eric Garner, the guy. Did he have him in a proper headlock or not? There's debates about that. Whatever. Like, right, it's right, been great right. to see something more than a slap on the wrist for him, even just as a symbol to, hey, this looks really bad, and we need to punish him in a way that, like, you know, a small business would if their business manager got caught up in something that even looked shady. I've seen well, so here's. I agree with it a hundred percent. The only the only thing that I that I do want to say in addition to that, and I know you you said you have to get going, um, is that people should have opinions on the way, like you said, the police force, the government force operates. We should have opinions on this because we want to be protected. But I also think people need to realize, don't like be careful with cops because. I can't imagine being in a job where I go into work and every day there's a possibility that someone might pull out a gun and shoot me. Like I, I'm nervous at work like I'm going to get in trouble because I didn't deploy something right and someone's going to be pissed and they're going to talk to me mean on the phone. Like can you imagine every day getting kind of like I could get gunned down today. And so like anything that makes them a little like they're on edge and then someone starts getting funky and weird. It's just like you don't know what's happening. Like I've I played paintball with somebody, but and they were coming. They're coming. I'll finish up real quick. They were coming through a door, and it's actually a funny story. But it was like an indoor paintball thing, and I knew they were coming through the door, and I was waiting for them, and I didn't want them to shoot me first, so they didn't know I was in there. As soon as they walked in, I shot them, what I thought was three times, and I shot them like fifteen times <laughs> because I just, I just was like. You know, I, my adrenaline was up and I just shot him down. And so, like, I, it's, I realized, it's I was like, no true. wonder it, no, these it's cops true. It's true. can't keep yeah. it straight. Because, like, imagine hard. multiply that. Yeah. So, um, Caleb, I don't want to keep you if you got to go. Yeah, I got to head out. Um, but you guys have a great night. This is an awesome conversation. And, uh, Thanks, yeah, Caleb. Caleb. Great conversation. Yeah, hey, tell your roommate yeah, to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, down. You, you added a lot caleb thanks for coming out i appreciate thanks for coming, it coming caleb no appreciate it, it. Right. you're the Talk best caleb bye <laughs> caleb's awesome he's cool dude i love caleb the way that it was described to me the life of a cop imagine you know the anxiety that everyone has after a school shooting and they're or a mass shooting and they're afraid to go outside Imagine that times 10 every morning mm-hmm. and then and then basically amplify that every time you engage with someone who is mentally ill, who is on drugs, who is going to attack you. Well, or just imagine like how you get nervous when there's like a homeless person that's just shouting. Yes. Like you're just like, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They they could just run at me or something. Right. Right. It'd be anything. So and it's uh, Shane. You oh, go, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Nick, finish up and then Shane. You <laughs> a question. I was just going to say, if you ever. If you ever like want to know more about cops or or their life, I suggest you either sit down with one or you do a ride along and it will it may change your perspective a lot. I think 
Which I doesn't it, mean there isn't an issue with cops because they're absolutely be, not. But we just absolutely you just not. have to you take just, into account to, that yes. you're sitting yes. in an office. Yes. And you're you're you got your fingers crossed watching the video with popcorn, going. They didn't operate the way they should have while they were getting shot at with a weapon. You know, that's the only thing I think people need to think about. Okay, Shane, ask your question. <laughs> oh no, my it's not that big of a deal. It was just you had. You know, when you were telling your paintball story about, like, you know, you know, or about, I don't know, if I'm going to go to work one day and get gunned down or whatever. Isn't, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, aren't, aren't cops trained in these type of, in this part of their training to go through these type of situations that they mm-hmm. might counter? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, okay, so let's break that down a little bit. Because whenever um, I've seen, like, a cop, where they've been getting where they've gotten hostile with other people and it's escalated so quickly i'm like i'm pretty sure there had to have been some type of training that you went through and how to communicate right right with so this type of so person. yes they do so they they do go through training um so that that's correct but also if you think about it you know you send a bunch of uh people in the army over to another country and you've trained them for years to know how to operate in a gunfight and how to be at war in another country and yet there's veterans coming home every day with ptsd uh going crazy yeah, i like understand we're all so human. the idea is like like when the rubber hits the road it's like well yeah they had training yeah they were prepared for it but if i said hey you practice your speech a hundred times why are you nervous when you go on stage yeah it's we're like all you human. can't help it you know yeah i know that but yeah but you're like, right just, you're right and just and just the few instances that i've seen over the last couple of years that i've i've actually followed and like seen video and whatnot i'm just like to me the behavior just doesn't ever seem warranted for the situation that they find themselves in i'm like okay you didn't really have to go that far or right wasn't that serious oh yeah. and, and like just no doubt about it there's definitely there's definitely that does happen where like i saw a video where the cop told the kid who was drunk like he was just at his house he told the kid to get on the floor and like cross his legs and don't look at me, but then crawl towards me with your leg, but keep your legs yeah, crossed. Like, for what? Why like, am I doing and then like this? the kid like... didn't know how to do it. And then he gunned the kid down right now. Yeah. Um, so I, and this is actually a white kid, but just for the record, but it doesn't matter. Like the point is, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. I, well, so <laughs> the, the point is, um, the situations exist, but it's like, if let's say that there's five in a year, and, and one is too many. I feel like that goes without saying. I, f- I hate that I have to actually say that, but one is too many. But let's say that there's five, okay? Yeah. Out of 300 million people, it's statistically zero. You know, it's like, it's, it freak accidents are going to happen. It's like refrigerators kill people. Right. Like it people goes, are statistically right. get killed by ladders, okay? Right. Lots of people get killed by ladders, but... But we don't worry about it. If it's like, well... 30 people got, or like 100 people got killed by ladders. It's like, yeah, well, that's like nothing. That's, yeah. li- that, yeah, that's going to happen. Even More if you like bubble wrapped. Than sharks. Right. If you bubble wrapped every single ladder, people would still get killed by them somehow. So the idea is that like, there's going to be some horrific, awful examples. And I, and I hate that they happen. But realistically, you know, like you said, there are bad cops and we got to try and do our best to get rid of them. But that doesn't mean that we should gang up against all cops because there's some bad ones. There's some bad accountants 
there's bad bankers. And some people could say, well, but the, they're not shooting people. And it's like, yeah, but there's bad doctors that don't <laughs> prescribe things correctly. You know, they, people die with that, you know? And, and um, how do you get rid of bad cops? Do we just get rid of all cops? You know? Now, like what what we said yes. with Caleb, anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of them all. <laughs> so, like what Caleb said, like what Caleb said. Um, oh, what? Shoot, my train of thought just left. I was going on a Caleb rant. Said, what left. Caleb said. No cops. No cops. Some cops. I'm gonna listen to this podcast tomorrow and remember <laughs> what like, it was. Oh, no. I was say. <laughs> yeah. And if you remember tomorrow, just like edit it back in. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah right. I remember. What, I know what it was. I was. <laughs> he, he was saying that like. The thing that we should have a zero tolerance for is cops protecting other cops. But I also see that that possibly happens because anytime anything tiny, anything happens, it's a huge news story. You know, so like people blow everything out of proportion. That's um, part of the controversy, right? Is, and so is the manufactured like outrage by what the media tells us to be outraged about. It's like the Nike thing. So, oh, right. What? <laughs> What? Oh, who me? You. Oh no, no, no! I my oh my! It had nothing to do with what you just said. Sorry. No. <laughs> I was Dude, like, oh so, wow, he was really offended by that. <laughs> no, we barely, we barely even talked about Nike, but I feel like we talked a lot about a lot of things that were really important. I still like Nike. Yeah. I don't. I think they, what they did was dumb, but I, I still, still got my shoes. Stuff. Yeah, I'm fine. I still got my yeah, shoes. I got Nike clothes, <laughs> but now I can't buy any Nike things because then I'll be supporting their stupid like. Oh, ad campaign. Oh, Michael. He's right. No, I'll be Michael, for their Michael's trap. right, though. He's right. They are they are playing with people's heartstrings, and I think they should be punished for that. I, are they, like, I think people care too much. I legit I think people care too much. I agree with that, too. When I saw the advertisement, I was like, dude, that's pretty cool. When I saw that, I was like, dude, that's pretty cool. I should buy some Nikes to support black people or whatever. Like, silly thought. And I was like, wait a second. No, I don't want to support Nike. They're like a huge corporation. Like, right. Stick it to the well, man, it's like bro. that's how they get you. I'm in a band. I don't support the man. That's in, not a what band, I in a band, Michael. In a band. Support the man. In a band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, does anyone have anything else they'd like to say before we wrap oh, up? We are at God time. no. I said way too much already. <laughs> I'm gonna lose friends. That's fine. I tried to be. I tried to be really like argumentative and offensive this time. Like I was really ready, but I don't think I did enough. Yeah, you did. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that you took less of a neutral approach. Yeah, I right. was trying to like. Be more. Also, yeah, actually, let me say this. Nick just said, "I'm going to lose friends over this." Well, here's the thing. Like, I've I've had a couple people that, um, like, they'll look at the title of my podcast, and then they'll text me and be like, "Why do you think that?" And it's like, okay, (laughs) you can listen to the podcast or not, but I don't want to talk to you unless we talk on the phone or in person, or you listen to the podcast and then come back. But I'm not going to summarize an hour and a half conversation that we just had specifically, we recorded it specifically, specially for, for everyone to else to preach about. Right. It. So, right. um, if you're going to lose friends over this, like if anyone disagrees with this and I've said this before and I kind of have like a zero tolerance for this, you can talk to me, you can come on my podcast and we can talk it out. So don't be a crybaby about it. So ladies, <laughs> what Lucas really is saying, if you want to know more about it, give him a call. That's right. Hey, <laughs> No, but seriously, like, if you disagree with what we're saying, we're not a big podcast. Yeah. Just call we, me. We, we have time to talk to you. And, like, and like I can only, think, like, of, I can only think of so many of the angles 
So, like, if I don't think of something, it's just like, you didn't say this on the podcast. I'm not perfect. Come on the podcast and tell me yourself. You know, the pressure's you? on. We're trying to talk about it. I'm, I'm ranting a little bit, but, like, come on the podcast. I'm like, tell like, us what you think. Do you it's have these good... conversations on a regular basis? That's what I'm... <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a handful of them, man. But it's a good it, point, right? Like, nowadays, dialogue seems to be lost, and instead, we're all just being reactionary freaks who... <laughs> we just post, post memes. a little tweet. Yeah, we post memes, <laughs> tweets, and Facebook statuses. Like, actually talk to people, gauge their tone, their reaction. It, it really does yeah. change the conversation. Right. It changes and everything. don't be a psychopath! That's me. Look at how awesome don't this conversation was. Yeah, it was great. This I really, great. I really thought I was going to butt heads with more people, but I turned out to agree with more than I thought. I mean, I might too, have people... We're all too agreeable. Like and too nice. That's the I thought problem. this. Well, I mean, well, li- here's the thing. You know, for all I know, people are walking away from the podcast like, oh, stupid. But I, yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. and I, I welcome anyone to, you know, call me out on whatever. So yeah, that's. I don't know what else more I can say than that. So anything else before we wrap up? Going once. Don't do drugs. Twice. Football's um, dumb anyway. I have something to say, but it's not for the podcast. <laughs> so Based guess what listeners know. you don't get to know okay for our let's, patreon here let's all wrap up this podcast new assassin's Nick, creed do you have any plugs i love drumming no g all one word that's i love drumming follow me on facebook youtube instagram and uh i'm not on twitter <gasps> yes you are Dang it! (laughs) (laughs) Nobody follow. What? No, (laughs) not Twitter. That's right. Don't follow Nick on Twitter, or you'll get get more of what you experienced in this podcast. Basically, everything you just heard amplified (laughs) in tweets. (laughs) The best way to give your nuanced opinion, Michael. Uh, Just follow me on Instagram, Michael Demas. M Y K O L D I M A S. As music coming soon. If you want to check out my boy uh, Tay Washi. He's like an art page on the Instagram. He posted a video that he made with music that I made for him. Oh, nice. Oh, no. His page is called Washi Wasoy. I don't know. Just go to my page and I'll post it. But yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and I'm going to have more music coming out soon. Like, actually, I keep saying that. And Luke's like, Michael, we got to do things. I know. I didn't see any it. video, Michael. But I'm probably not going to do any videos. I might do oh, some videos send me with the, my music. Michael, send I me the raw it. footage. I don't, have, send me the... I, don't, I don't have raw footage. What? He doesn't have footage, Luke. <laughs> I thought you were... What just, were you editing? Well, I saw, I, well, I started recording a video of me making a song, but then just make it take like ha- like twice as long because I had to talk about what I was doing because 90% of the time I'm just clicking on a mouse and like yelling into a microphone and hitting a keyboard. It's not that entertaining. So, I don't know. But music... Talk too. to me off the air. Anything right. else? Luke, come fly down here and film me. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Uh, that's it. Shane. I've offered myself to do that. Yeah, <gasps> so... What? Nothing. I saw it. it was like a, it was like a surprise. Like surprise. I have offered that before. Oh, he. Uh, oh. No, I've offered. My friend wants to vlog, and when she finds it weird, I said, "I'll, I'll film you." I don't know if that makes it any less weird, but um. But yeah, you can check out my podcast, the Pop Talk Podcast, on SoundCloud and iTunes, and oh, yes. also too, you want to check out our. Spotify page, which is just Pop Talk on Spotify. Whoa! Making playlists. Woo. Yeah, making playlists now, and that's like a dec- kind of a passion hobby. I don't know how to phrase that. Dude, I like. I really like, like doing so it. That's what I'm trying to say. You feel so great about like all the songs you you've grouped together. 
But then no one will really yeah, get it the way you do, though, which is the sad part. No one's going to be like, oh, I see what you did there. Like, these two songs have like, the same, <laughs> like this. They fit together like that. Like, no one will really know but you. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, the goal is just to get people to listen to what I feel like is good music. Um, right. But, yeah, so check out that um, uh, and all the information and stuff you can find on our Facebook page. Again, you know, it's just Pop Talk on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, you want to talk to me on Twitter? It's Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-A-T-T-Y. And He's very active, people. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tweet. Um, he tweets. <laughs> I, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll talk about almost I tweet. I'll talk about whatever, really. Um, and I'm trying to see if I have anything up. Oh. So are you done? Uh, no, uh, but I do have. Well, yeah, there's there's stuff in the works, but that yeah, it, just check out the podcast for right now. Awesome. And... Okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at Luke Roxwold, L U K E R O C K S W O L D. You can also follow my YouTube channel, Luke Roxwold Vlogs. I posted a couple of videos on there, and I'm getting ready to post one this. I can't say if I'm going to post it tomorrow or Saturday. Probably Saturday because I, you know. I'm busy. Uh, my Instagram, Luke Roxfold, same thing, same handle, all the same things, right? I made it easy for everyone. You can also tweet at us at W A I T S B podcast. Remember we talked about that whole opinions thing. <laughs> hey, this would be a great place for you to test out giving us your opinion. No, don't do okay? it. Okay. Let us know what you thought of this episode because do this it. is a, this was a different. I really enjoyed it. Let's see if I enjoy listening to it tomorrow. So, <laughs> Nick, Shane, Michael, and Caleb, who is already gone, thanks for being on this episode. I appreciate it. You guys were awesome. Great conversations. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Check out our other episodes. That'd be awesome. So, outro music on three, three, two, one. Outro, outro music. music.